Hello everyone, welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. So today's title for the the podcast is Don't Be an Idiot. (laughs) So I'll explain why that that title and then we're going to talk about four concepts. You might want to take some notes today because we're going to really flesh these out. So the four concepts are harmony, compassion, patience, and generosity. So we're going to talk about um, working with challenging people, how we show up in, in these interactions with challenging people. How do these four concepts show up with us? Um, we're going to talk about the, the false and the, the true versions of each one of these concepts. Definitely going to give you a lot of examples and stories to go by. And really, you know, in, in all of this, I want to encourage you that there is hope for changing these negative interactions. There's hope for Um, acknowledging and noticing another person who might be difficult. And there's also hope because, you know, sometimes we're the challenging person, right? And so let's flesh that out a little bit. I can't think of a better Christmas Eve kind of present to give the world than to have some self-reflection and, and realize, Ooh, okay, I could do better and I could help the, make the world better by making me better. So I hope you enjoy this. Make sure you take some good notes. Awesome. All right, so let's talk about uh, a really important Christmas Eve message. Don't be an idiot. (laughs) Okay, so I was reading in one of my books the other day from Pema Chodron, and I've talked about her before, but she is uh, an American Buddhist nun. And so I've been learning a ton of things about love, generosity, forgiveness, compassion, um, you know, how how to meditate a little bit better through studying her, her books. And what I love about it is that each chapter is like one page. So it, it's like bite-sized chunks and it's been really, really good. And so when she talked about, don't be an idiot, I was like, whoa, 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 this doesn't kind of drive with my understanding with who you are. And so it intrigued me. I was kind of shocked, but I was intrigued. And I'm like, okay, tell me, tell me what you want to tell me. And um, so in essence, she says that we misinterpret four different concepts. And the concepts are false harmony, excuse me, harmony, compassion, patience, and generosity. So those are the four concepts. She says we misinterpret those four concepts. And we think that, you know, there's only a, a good, if you will, way to look at those. However, there's a false form and a true form of each one of those. She calls it an idiot form. Okay. So basically she says there's uh, the idiot form, which is what most people are doing in life. And then there's the actual higher energy vibration form of each one of those four things. So we're going to kind of break that down a little bit today and really talk about the um, working with challenging people. Uh, One thing I know, you know, during the holiday season, you're exposed to different people. Maybe it looks a little different this year based on on COVID, but um, we still have some challenging people in our life, right? And so... (laughs) I want to talk about when we're, we're having these weird or wonky interactions with people, especially the people that we're closest to, that we have um, a pattern of behavior of maybe some, some negative social interactions, okay? 
So when we're working with challenging people, what often happens, and I hear this from my coaching clients all the time, is that we, we go into a conflict or this negative interaction or a battle, if you will, with our armor and our sword. <laughs> we go into this conflict and we are trying to cause um, a, a different result, right? I'll give you a great example. My husband's great at this. You know, he definitely has very strong opinions about how things should go. And he often comes into a situation um, with his armor and his sword. And he's like, this is how it's going to be right now. There's nothing wrong with having strong opinions. However, when you come into an interaction that way, you miss out on a lot. Okay. So Basically, what Pema is suggesting here is that there's a different way to do conflict. And it seems very counterintuitive. It seems like um, it's definitely an unfamiliar place for many people. But basically, how she describes it is that you want to come into a conflict, um, or she calls it unknown territory. Okay, so uh, We've talked about this before too, that, you know, my husband and I have been married 18 years. And when you're married that long, you have the same patterns of your arguments, right? And you don't have 750 arguments. You have 749 versions of the first argument you ever had, right? You, the first one. And then like, that's the pattern of how we're going to do this now. And so you want to come into a conflict, not with all of that, those patterns, but with openness, curiosity, and willingness to see something different. Um, kind of coming into it naked and unprotected, if you will, um, and in a place of, of trust that when you come this way, you're not going to get hurt. You're going to be okay. Um, and I think the reason why people put their armor on is because they haven't been okay. They've been hurt so much in the past. And so this idea of letting down your, your, your boundaries or your barriers, letting go of your, your ego and your, your own desires coming at this interaction in, in this open and curious way, um, it seems like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get really hurt. And so there's a lot of fear around that. Why in the world would you want to do that? Well, because you can finally get the result that you want. Okay. And that's really the, the essence of what we're talking about. So I'll give you a couple examples. Let's say you have a significant other and you're having one of these, these, um, interactions, I'll call them. Um, and if you come with your, your armor on and they do too, you're never going to get a good result. Somebody's always going to get hurt. Ironically. However, if one or both people come to this interaction in this place of openness and curiosity and, you know, let's really dig down deep, then you're, you're more likely to get the result that you want. Um, if you have a problem coworker, same thing, you know, you're, you're coming at these interactions and you're having the same pattern all the time and you don't change something in your interaction, you're not going to get a different result. One that's very near and dear to my heart is if you have a cranky teenager, okay, um, that if you come to these interactions with your own armor on, man, they're going to come with their own armor too. And many times we as parents, and I definitely say we, um, we as parents, almost we teach our children how to come to these interactions with armor on. 
And what would happen if we as parents taught our children how to trust that they're going to be okay and how to have positive interactions with people without having to fight them? Man, that that might even be its own podcast episode here in the future. So there's four false ideas or idiot ways of of being, as as Pema calls them. So we're going to talk about all four of them. So there's, if you want to write them down, there's false harmony, false compassion, false patience, and false generosity. So false harmony is uh, where you're you're kind of people pleasing. Um, you're really trying to keep people happy. You think that if everybody's happy in their feelings that you have harmony when in reality, sometimes you need to, um, have a conflict and kind of duke it out a little bit in order to get to a place of real peace. Like let's really talk about this situation and try to understand what's happening and decide together. What are we going to do as we move forward? Uh, false compassion is, Well, I'll give you a great example. So false compassion is saying, um, okay, I'm going to do something, but not really entering into the spirit of things. I'll talk about that in a minute. So, um, if you've, you're a regular listener, you know that last week, um, my family and I were diagnosed with COVID, uh, and I talked about my story so you can go back to past episodes and listen. Uh, but during that time, I, said, you know what, how can I enlist the people in my tribe to really help me? Um, if you go Google the power of eight, I forgot who actually wrote that. Um, but it's a great book. And, and the essence of the power of eight is that if you get eight people in the world to, uh, agree with you on, uh, what you want and, and an image, um, that there's enough energy, there's enough power in that group of eight people that you can actually manifest what you want. And so what I did was I went on Facebook and I said, I'm looking for volunteers. I need at least 10 people uh, that will uh, imagine some things with me this week. And so imagining me doing this podcast or walking or um, speaking, doing the things that I love uh, and, you know, taking good deep breaths and just being healthy in general. Now, I was I'm very pleased. So if, if you were one of my imagination partners, thank you so much, because it really did uh, help. Um, I was very pleased I had um, maybe three dozen people who, who said, yes, I will do that for you. And they not only committed, but they chose a time and they um, w- many of them were reporting what they were imagining. Uh, and I definitely felt that energy. And so that imagination, volunteering and doing that part, that actually is, is the true form of compassion. A false form of compassion is something I see all the time, especially on, on social media. Oh yes, I'll pray for you. Right. Or, oh, oh, I'm praying for you right now. And there's nothing wrong with prayer. So please don't get me wrong on that. However, um, this idea of, okay, I'm praying now and you just type in praying and then you move on with your day. Okay. You just checked your box, but did you actually sit and think and send out, you know, that love and that energy to that person? Does that make sense? So one is false and one is true. One is going to make a difference and one is not. False patience. So this is, this is a good one. Uh, I asked on social media the other day, what, um, is your definition of patience? Man, I probably got 50 people to answer and, and 50 different responses. 
And many of the responses were about this. I need to somehow survive whatever it is I'm trying to be patient for, right? So I want something to happen in my life and I have to survive and, uh, you know, kind of keep myself busy until that thing comes. Well, that's more of a, a false sense of patience. Um, that's surviving, but you're still having restless thoughts about whatever it is that you want. And a true form of patience is having stillness in your mind and your body and a knowingness that whatever needs to happen will happen in its own time. So one is a very kind of restless energy where, um, you know, you're really hoping and, and, and striving for something. And the other is a much more peaceful knowingness. And then the fourth one is a false generosity. So this is giving with your head, but not your heart. Um, so for example, you know, you, you might give because you think it's good. Um, you know, if you're growing up in, in a church or, or a place of worship, most likely you've been taught about the idea of tithing, right? We, we need to give some money or our time or our resources, uh, because that's a, what we do, right? Um, versus giving with your, your heart, which is really stepping in and saying, how can I serve right now? Okay. So Wallace D. Waddles, he's written this, um, in several of his books, but he talks about entering into the spirit of things. I think Thomas Trower does too. And, and what that means is that you're really, you're, you're not looking to follow rules and procedures and etiquette, right? You're not thinking of what should I be doing in this moment? You're really thinking of greater things. Um, it's, it's the difference between the right thing to do versus the right person to be. Okay. Um, those are two very different things. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a great example. There are many people, uh, out there on social media right now that I'm noticing that are doing wonderful things. They're out there serving, doing their thing, and they're posting all these pictures about who they're helping, how much they're serving, uh, and, and the essence of their post, you can tell is, look what I just did. Isn't this great? Okay. That's giving from your head, not really your heart. And so, you know, kind of check your motive there. So let's come back to this whole idea of working with challenging people. So, um, we can be challenging people ourselves. Okay. And oftentimes we are the challenging person and we don't realize it. Uh, anytime we're in a place where we're demanding something, uh, I, I notice this, I'm, I'm trying to really be sensitive to this with my kids. Um, I don't want to demand anything. I want to have more conversations with them. Um, we also should on people, <laughs> um, we, we tell people, this is what you should do. Uh, sometimes we're giving advice out of the generosity of our heart. You know, we see somebody that is, you know, doing something or, or something's happening in their life and we really want to help them. And we we're like, okay, come on, you should do this. Right. Um, and in reality, maybe they shouldn't do that. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of clients lately, you know, January is coming up. And so people are thinking about goals and things like that. And, you know, health is, is a big one. Um, and I'm talking to many people about, you know what, instead of thinking about what food you should eat or what exercise you should be doing, how about we get into this place of where you're listening to your body? 
right? So you're not listening to an outside consultant or mentor, or, you know, some crazy exercise video to tell you what you should be doing, but you're listening to your body because perhaps today your body says, you know what, I want you to drink a lot of water. Uh, maybe tomorrow your body will say, great, you're doing good with the water today. We really need to make sure that we're, we're getting our fruits and vegetables in. Um, maybe, I mean, for me, my body lately has been saying, get outside, get outside and, and go for a walk. And when you listen to your body and give your body what it needs, guess what? You're going to become uh, healthy. You're going to be healthy and you're going to become even more healthy. But when we give too much power to, to places and, and people and things and situations outside of ourselves, we lose our connection with our own body and we become a difficult or challenging person. Uh, we also criticize others, whether openly or secretly. Uh, we lose our understanding of nature. So nature has natural cycles and rhythms and there's a time to do things and there's a time to rest. And when we're trying to, you know, force, um, a, a conflict with somebody, you know, um, having a fight or when we're, um, you know, just trying to make things happen in our life rather than be patient and still we are losing our connection to that natural cycle of things. Um, we, we tend to close down, you know, especially those of us who are people pleasers, we're, we're just going to close down during that interaction. Right. Um, we also go into this us versus them mentality. Um, there's always a, a war or a battle that needs to be won rather than cooperation or collaboration. And there's a, you know, there's an, a tendency for some people to have false piety, which is really the idea of I'm going to, you know, go and do these things because these are good things to do, but you're doing them with your head and not your heart. And all of those things makes us difficult or challenging for other people. So what can we do instead? And again, you know, I'm, the emphasis on we, me included, uh, first of all, just be willing to slow down. That's huge. And not slow down because, you know, today's Christmas Eve. We're not slowing down because it's a holiday, but slow down your mind, slow down your body. Uh, a great meditation for that is the meditation of four. I would highly recommend you go to our search engine. The link is in the description. Look up meditation of four. It's a very simple meditation. It's not one that takes a lot of time and it, it's more about your breath than it is about your thinking. Um, so it's a little easier for, for somebody who, who doesn't know about meditation to start that. Um, but that allows you several times during the day to take one to two minutes and just gives you something to do to slow everything down. So practice that. Um, another thing that we could do instead of coming to these conflicts with our armor on is to listen, just to listen, to understand, um, to watch, to observe what's happening around you. So again, being a little still so you can observe. That's something I'm really doing with my kids right now. My goal this, this week that I've been working on is, is to observe my children and notice their divinity. So notice their perfection, notice their awesomeness. Um, just focusing on the good, right? Setting your intention that today I'm going to find everything in this day that's good rather than getting up in the morning and saying, I'm going to find every fight that I can, especially on social media. Uh, and coming from your heart, not a place of restlessness, right? So not shooting on yourself or others, 
not getting caught up in the story that you're telling yourself about this drama. You know, um, I've heard several times this week from people who are struggling with their boss or their coworker, and they have a lot of stories to tell about why, you know, their coworkers are, are being jerks basically. And all that does is create more stress in you. Okay. So, so in essence, open your heart and don't run away. Try to take your armor off and not protect yourself so much. Still have boundaries. Okay. So if somebody is hurting you, especially physically, um, you know, definitely have your boundaries, but I'm talking about opening up to something so that you might be able to see a different result. Okay. So how does that look with our four, four, um, concepts here? So harmony, have the fight. Okay. Harmony is not, not having a fight, right? Harmony is getting to a place of, um, being open and curious and trying to, um, care for the person and learn and understand what's going on. So understand the issue that we're having together, understand what is it that I want? What is it that you want? How can we get a win, win, win here? Okay. That's true. Harmony, compassion, do something, be there, but be there fully. Okay. So instead of just giving the, the blanket response, sure, I'll pray for you. Like, Whoa, what does that mean to you? And, you know, maybe even in the moment type what your prayer is or, you know, do the imagination exercise, but instead of saying, yes, I'll do this. And then moving on with your life, really be present for one or two minutes and, and send that good energy. Uh, patience. What does that mean? Well, getting ourselves to a place where we can let go of our restless thoughts, where we can reduce our stress so we can have more patience with ourselves and others. And generosity really just means check your energy when you're giving. Okay. Don't check boxes. Don't just give your time, money, resources, talents, just because, okay, really ask yourself, why am I giving? And what does this mean to me? And please, 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 you know, just think about what you're doing. Um, you know, I've seen this so many times. If you're going out to give to other people, that's awesome. And, and that's amazing. But when you're taking pictures with the people that you're giving to, think about it from the other person's perspective. They're in need. They're coming to you for help. They're grateful that, that you're there. And now you're taking a picture of how good you are in this situation. So maybe put down the camera and, and attend to them in the moment. Okay. Now there's a time you can, you can definitely, you know, share an idea or a thought or, you know, Hey, I, I went to the, um, you know, to the soup kitchen on, on Christmas day and, and my family and I got to serve food and here's a lesson I learned or, you know, that kind of thing. Just, just be careful of checking your motive of why you're giving. Okay. And I think a great question for today, you might want to just jot this down, but how can I show more genuine love generosity and forgiveness today and not be an idiot. <laughs> okay. So, so really entering into the spirit of things, going a little bit deeper, um, and not checking those boxes. So thank you so much for joining me on this journey, uh, of helping to make the world a better place. I so appreciate each one of you. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. I have not decided if I'm going to do a podcast episode tomorrow. I might, uh, we'll just kind of let it, let it, 
simmer and and uh, and show up if it does. Um, so if I do not talk to you again or you don't hear from me, Merry Christmas. I, I really appreciate each and every one of you. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.